We hope you're enjoying the buzz of the homecoming football game. Just a reminder that homecoming is tomorrow and the dance will be held at the high school from 7 to 9 p.m. But we are going to take a small break from all of that for just a moment. Um, I'm Nicole. And I'm Amuktha. And we are originally from the show Rush Hour. Obviously, it's not Rush Hour right now. That was occupied by the parade earlier. But we still wanted to give you your update of this week's news. Yes. So first up... We have one of the headlines from uh, Thursday or yesterday, which is that President Biden announced that he was going to pardon thousands of people convicted of marijuana abuse. Um, This is big because people all over the country take this as a very serious threat to society because, you know, drug abuse can make you do all sorts of things that lead to just more and more criminal charges. Mm -hmm. Um, But he said that he believes that sending people to prison because of abusing marijuana is just destroying too many lives and not giving people enough job opportunities. And it's just a lot of people are being affected by it, whether they are the ones abusing the marijuana or not. And he encourages the state governors to go with that sort of agenda as well. Um, So just like, He's been kind of, I don't think he he enforces it, but he does strongly encourage the Mm. state governors try to take action as well. And it's interesting because he said one of the main reasons, well, another main reason for it is because of race as well, which you wouldn't think would come up in a charge like this. Yeah. But uh, according to President Biden, um, even though white, brown and black people all use marijuana, only black and brown people have been arrested and it's been they've been arrested at like a disproportionate rate compared to the amount of white people arrested for marijuana abuse or drug abuse. Yeah. So there seems to be a lot of factors and it's also interesting because a lot of people like it's very controversial it's a controversial topic. Yeah. A lot of people are so against marijuana and any marijuana usage mm-hmm. um or possession and then other people would like it to be legalized everywhere and um, do not think it's bad at all. So Yeah, I think like the after effects of his little like speech for that hasn't hasn't really hit yet because there hasn't been an uproar of like opinion or anything. But with a statement like that, I think something like a wave of frustration or like, oh, yeah, he's doing that for us is going to come pretty soon. And it's just going to be like the public divided in two. Yeah. There's probably going to be a lot of talk, like Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> a lot of discussion. So um, that's that. And on the weekend, was it right? On the yeah, yeah, there was. I think a lot of people know about this in Indonesia. Um, there was a human stampede at a soccer match. Um, basically, the favored team did not win. Do you know exactly who's playing? I do not. Well, that's okay. <laughs> was it like a, a national match or was it like a, like it was Team Indonesia or Team Other I'm not actually sure. But basically the premise of it was that the favored team did not win. And in response to that, a lot of people were really angry and they uh, marched onto the field um, and police started to disperse them using tear gas wow. and a lot of other violent um, actions to try and get them to calm down and um so obviously with tear gas and a bunch of violence you're gonna try to leave but the 
the exits of the stadium were um, apparent. They're like really small, and people couldn't wow. get out. People couldn't get out in time. Um, and it would just turn into this stampede of people trying to get to these exits that a lot of them were locked and a lot of them were like really small. And so a bunch of people got trampled and killed. I think around 125 are reported at the moment. Wow. Um, so that's big. And that's happened. That's happened in history a few times as yeah. well. So it, I, I, yeah, it seems to be a reoccurring mm-hmm. Thing. Not often, but like <laughs> um, there definitely have been stories of mm-hmm. things like this. And like last year with the concert, the Astro World concert. I think yeah. we talked about that on the show. I think so. Yeah, but it's like not just soccer matches, it's concerts and a lot of, yeah, a lot of um, people dying from getting trampled, which I never. Yeah. I'd never heard of before. Like, yeah, it, all it's of it. it's like one of those problems that you shouldn't have to be worried about, and it's kind of weird yeah. that it's, it's like happens. No, if somebody said that like a few years ago to me, I'd be like, "That's such an irrational fear to have." Yeah. But it seems to be more common than you would think. Yeah, and um, it's so giving yeah. me new fears too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. As long as you don't storm the field after a game, I think you're going to be pretty safe. Probably, yeah. But it's also probably because of the police and the tear exactly, gas. Everybody exactly, exactly. That's like, the other controversial thing is mm-hmm. the police trying to disperse it the way people try to disperse the crowds is yeah. not always the the most helpful. Mm-hmm. Um. So, well, another news story from... Asia, just a little farther north, um, in Thailand this Thursday. So also yesterday, um, there was a massive shooting in a daycare by actually an ex-police officer. And, you know, just listening to that, it's kind of draws you in like, why? Yeah. Just why? And it's also interesting because when you hear mass shooting or like school shooting, you would think United States. And it's not like a... Mm -hmm. It it is actually kind of a negative stereotype, um, but it's it's also the sad truth. Um, so this it's interesting that this is like a major thing in other countries as well. Um, but so there's a daycare called the Utai Sawan Daycare Center, and this ex police officer, I think he lived in the area, so he went in during their lunchtime and he just started shooting. I think it was a nine millimeter handgun. I think. Oh. So and these these kids they're all like two to five years old really yeah, young kids it's a preschool <laughs> yeah and he ended up killing twenty one boys and three girls as well as an eight month old like eight month pregnant teacher wow so it it was really really bad it's apparently one of Thailand's like worst mass shooting cases and it actually it it doesn't even end there um after he killed them he went home and he killed his wife as well as his child there oh my gosh and there's a lot of controversy about like the police involvement in this because there's so much that the police could have done um and what's worse is that hours earlier he was on a trial actually because of a drug charge that got him arrested from the police station a year earlier so just that very same day he was on that trial. Wow. And 
Yeah. Well, I had heard, I had, obviously it was a headline story, so I definitely, people had definitely mentioned it and been talking mm-hmm. about it, but I had no idea. I had no idea, uh, like, about his family or about his drug charge or even that it was an ex-police officer. Yeah. So that definitely adds some context. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I I don't know. I was really scared while I was reading it because I was like, how yeah. could he? And, oh, I forgot to mention this part as well. After killing his wife and then his child, he kills himself as well. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, that that's super important, but yeah. I completely missed out on that. Well, yeah, that is definitely something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you hear a lot about stuff like that happening in, in the US. Yeah. And um well, just the fact that it, well, it's not necessarily spreading, but it can happen anywhere and that is concerning. Yeah. We have a few more interesting stories before we wrap up um but yeah we have actually a much more happy um story right now Mm -hmm. which is that nicole mann became the first native american woman to go to space on wednesday um she was one of the four crew five members sent by spacex and nasa to the international space station and on top of being the first native native american woman to ever go to space She was also the first ever woman to take on the role as mission commander in a SpaceX mission. Wow. So that is really exciting. Um, You, I don't know. I I feel like so many people have been to space, like, since they've started um, taking people there. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's nice to see that even more diverse groups of people and everybody's getting a chance and everybody's um becoming astronauts and going to space yeah it's great representation yeah i did hear about this um spacex going to the international space station like the other day when i was looking at the news Mm -hmm. um but i didn't realize it was a native american woman that was the mission commander which is really awesome yeah, it was, it, yeah, it's really cool. And SpaceX seems to be doing a lot of missions lately. Like, I feel like, I feel like every, every, um, I don't know, mission you hear about is with SpaceX. That is I'm, true. <laughs> I guess, well, it's Elon Musk. Yeah, and just, I feel like the media kind of pushes those specific missions yeah. outwards. But um, it's also, it's nice to know that first ever woman to um, be mission commander in a SpaceX mission that is going to be really cool moving forward Yeah, for their future missions. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and for their more exciting, well, this is exciting. They're going to the International Space Station, which I think would be the coolest place to ever go. I think that would be so cool. Like, like dream vacation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but SpaceX is also has many more dreams of going like, to Mars, for yeah. example, and to have um, these specific roles uh, going to bigger places like that. Mm-hmm. That's and also like commercial flight yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. There's that, too. Would you ever go on a commercial flight to space? I think I would. I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> They'd. I think I saw something where they would be like a million dollars 
Oh, I, was it was it Bill Gates that was planning to go, or did he already go? Or? Was it? Oh, I don't I don't think Bill Gates has gone yet. Was it Jeff Bezos? It was like one of the I really feel like rich guys. No, Jeff Bezos went to space for like point like a few seconds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that. But it he, wasn't really like yeah. It wasn't. But he spent so much money on it. I know it was a lot of <laughs> it was a lot of rich people. So that's yeah. definitely something that they're willing to throw their money on. Mm-hmm. And if I was a billionaire, I would one hundred percent throw my money. Yeah, at that's that too. fair. That's. <laughs> I think that is a completely fair choice to make. Um, but yeah, that is well. We had a we had a space story yesterday or last week, and this is our second one. So oh, that's true. Space definitely seems to be in the news mm-hmm. more and more. Um, but yeah, those are our big stories for today. We have one more little um, topic, which is our speed news that we introduced last week. Mm-hmm. So we only have a few, but Amufta, would you like to start us off? I will. Okay, so. The French author Annie Ernaux, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but she was awarded this year's Nobel Prize for Literature. Nobel Prize for Literature, and it wasn't like a prominent news story, but it's still a a pretty big deal. Yeah, Nobel um, Prize. Her work is really praised for its like. I I don't know how to describe it. I I think you won't know until you actually read, her, mm-hmm. novels yourself. But it's it's very unique. Well, yeah, that definitely gets you a lot of traction, Mm -hmm. getting a Nobel Prize. So I'd be interested in looking at some of her works. Um, Speaking of Tesla or Elon Musk, Tesla debuted a robot this week. It's called Optimus, and it can do common chores like uh, watering plants and like carrying stuff. I guess that's big because it doesn't fall over and like hit its head all the time. So, um, but yeah, it can do common chores like that. And um, Elon Musk also said that if it was mass produced, one would cost less than $20,000. So anybody, just like we were talking about, those richer, more wealthy people might have some robots doing some stuff for them in the future, (laughs) like watering plants. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about Unicol, but I, um, the thought of like self-motivated robots is um like a horror story. For yeah, me. <laughs> I get so. I feel like yeah, <laughs> it definitely has a bad ending. Yeah, I like it's bad, but I don't want the success of like these robots. I don't I'm not yeah. hoping for that. <laughs> no, I don't think it's bad to say that at all. I definitely <laughs> don't want robots to be successful and then take over and like show up at everybody's house and they have like a robot butler. Yeah, that I don't know. Like it could like you said it could have a bad ending. <laughs> yeah. That's well it's the plot for a lot of dystopian stories. So, yeah. I feel like <laughs> when you have something like that that's a plot for so many bad stories you probably don't want to make it come true yeah like they made the movies for a reason exactly there's a moral of the story (laughs) i don't know why we're going through with this but yeah that is interesting (laughs) okay and our last piece of speed news is that the imprisoned human rights activist alice biali biali (laughs) no wait bialyatsky yeah, yeah, Bialyatsky 
was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, and he helped to initiate the democracy movement in Belarus in the 80s. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool, especially because he's the first, um, the first person to get a Nobel Peace Prize while in prison. He was oh. in prison in 2020, I think, oh, wow. um, for participating in some political protests. Okay. And um, but yeah, now he has a Nobel Peace Prize. That's so that's really great. Is he still in prison now? He is in prison right now. Wow. Yeah. That's like Nelson Mandela was in prison, but he got his prize after he was um, let out. So, yeah, this is that is a piece of like history or he made history with that. So that is also really interesting. And no, you can go. go. (laughs) Well, I don't have anything else to say. I was just saying that you could definitely um, search up. His uh, democracy movement in Belarus, it's interesting stuff. That's cool. I, I was just going to say, I wonder what, like, the country officials kind of make out of him being yeah. the Nobel Peace Prize while in prison. <laughs> I'm sure they're not, I don't know, I'm sure if he's still in prison, they're probably not that thrilled. It yeah. probably hasn't <laughs> changed their minds that much, but... The the Nobel Peace Prize or Nobel Prize Committee definitely thought he did some good to award him with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is the news we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed. Um, it's it's pretty late right now. You probably should go to sleep because we <laughs> have an exciting day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, you can find us next Friday from five to six p.m. We had a little time time change here but next friday we should be back 